Hi, and welcome to Pastry Pals. I was right. For once? Twice. Twice. Thrice? No, <laughs> just twice, I think. Let me look at my notes. <laughs> I got the official <laughs> wrestling say of paper. What you were right about? Um, I was right about what challenge it was gonna be, and I did not remember I was right until the episode ended. And I'm like, what even was that challenge about? And <laughs> Lucy was like, pastry, and I'm like, okay, I guess. And it was pastry. Yeah, and then Lucy was like, that means that you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even remember. I was. Um... It's been a while, I guess. All of my finals happened. Well, to be fair, all my finals happened, too. Yeah, but you're more on top of things. <laughs> okay, um... So this was episode seven? Yep. Okay, so, so yeah, it was pastries. Um, lots of different kinds of pastries. More, I'd say, eccentric pastries. Yeah, so I would say more obscure, maybe. Yeah. Because I wouldn't call empanadas eccentric. That's true. But, I mean... Or eclairs. Like, eclairs are pretty well-known. Like, yeah. if you go into a bakery... But they're they're more than just simple pastries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the first challenge was... What was it? Like, savory pastry parcels? Yep. Just <laughs> That's such a funny them. word. Parcels. It's, it's, it's the delivery mechanism through which you get the savory and Flavor? the pastry yeah. in your gob. <laughs> I'm just wondering what Americans would call that. Parcels, like pastry pocket hot pocket no well it is safe free i guess <laughs> i think yeah we would call it we all so so in the american uh vernacular the, the great american baking show they would say make some hot pockets we don't have a word as good as parcel here across the pond mm -hmm. um <laughs> so let's dive into it yeah so um lots of different kinds of things in this one since it was such a vague uh, description. Okay, let's, let, maybe we should just start off with, like, uh, like, just go down the line of contestants. Yeah. Um, so who's left? We have, um, Louis. We got Richard. We got Martha. We got Chetna. We got Nancy. And we have Kate. Um, those last two are different people. <laughs> As you've recently learned. <laughs> I didn't just recently learn this. I got the mistake in once. Uh, twice. Twice. I've gotten it wrong as many times as I have gotten this other thing right, so I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay, so we should start with Richard, maybe? What did he make again for the... He made uh, a tuna thing? He made a tuna thing. Yeah. And they were very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one, people really stacked up into um, sort of two or three categories. Yeah. There were three people right at the top. Um, Louis was sort of middle top um i'd say give give him like a b plus well, he was below me. that oh remember louis he his empanadas were too pale and mm. and paul didn't like the flavors and he thought they were too big which i did not think they were very big for an empanada yeah i don't, I don't think paul knows what an empanada is i think he just wants a smaller parcel less yeah. stamps either way um and so yeah Oh, I drew a line because it's two groups. I'm just trying to read my notes here from, you know, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so there's really two groups. We have Chetna, Richard, and Martha at the top because um, they all made things that the judges thought were really outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, 
they didn't have much in terms of criticism to say to them. It was either like, oh, the decorating could have been a little more whatever. Right, or right. The, just a little more flavors. Or, ooh, maybe a touch crispy. Um, and then in the bottom half were Louie, Nancy, and Kate. And all of theirs were uh, uh, baked for too little. And um, in, in Kate's case, um, it was interesting because uh, her she, she deep fried yes some samosas but her deep fryer uh turned off and she didn't know and so they were very 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 pale um basically it almost raw dough basically yeah it was really cute one time uh because while things were wrapping up martha turns over to chetna and was like at this point i can just hear the music that they play at the end and <laughs> they were of course playing the music at the end the scary string music. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what it actually it is. is. No, it's like. You know? We can tell which one of us actually sings. <laughs> um, this this section also had um, a lot of, I think, just funny um, differences in pronunciation between. Yeah, so a lot of people kept calling the empanadas empanadas. Um, as if there's, like, a tilde on the N, mm-hmm. uh, which there isn't. Paul said it right, which made me happy. Yes. Because that sort of legitimized him in my mind as <laughs> a, a good judge. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Louis is the one with the empanadas. Um, <laughs> Kate and Nancy's were both undercooked. Um, Nancy's much less so, though. Yeah. Like, she was a lot closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Richard who went... No, it was Martha who went for... Um, mini beef wellingtons yeah which i thought was interesting because it isn't like oh we're gonna i'm gonna go for this like normal thing that's already sort of a a known pastry parcel um and it was using the vagueness of the rule description in a really interesting manner Mm -hmm. um to sort of show off some inventiveness and i thought that was really good yeah and they Uh, mostly like her i think the one problem they had was there's some leakage yeah but that's not a huge deal uh, shall we move on to the second challenge? Yeah. Do we go through everybody? Uh, so. Chetna was good. Chetna, Chetna had good, good flavors. Yep. She made um, <laughs> some Indian, uh, I forgot what it's called, but just like some Indian um, like fried pastry with um, lentils inside. We would call them hand pies. That's what we would say. We would we not would... call them hand pies. No, I'm They're saying, because like, I feel like hand pies can be vague enough here in the U.S. to <laughs> sort of equate to pocket. I guess so. And pocket might be trademarked. But, like, I wouldn't call a samosa a hand pie. And that would count for this challenge. Okay, um, second challenge... Technical challenge ...was a... <laughs> That's not gonna be our sound effect for I'm, that. I'm testing it out. No, we're not doing it. I'm vetoing it right now. Okay, it was, uh, queenamol, which is spelled not like how you think it's spelled. It's spelled with a K... And 12 W's, <laughs> 6 Y's, and a G, just one. There's also uh, a T in there. Um, well, the second word, yeah. Two N's. Um, there's one of those blank Scrabble tiles where you write in your own letter. Yeah, that's the really the important part. But the interesting part of that, that is that that letter is silent. Mm-hmm. It's like the P in pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. It's at the end there. <laughs> um, the other interesting thing about Queen Amal 
was that none of the contestants had ever heard of this before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this was... I think they're really stepping up the technicals in order to really push because with these six, it's going to be really close. And so if you give them something that they're going to know, it's really going to come down to like, oh, who has baked it more? Right. Well, I don't even... I think it's more like... It's not that you have to bake that specific thing, but you have to have knowledge about the overall theme. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, having knowledge about lamination is really important and how that's going to work with baking. So um, in terms of who did poorly, um, even though Chetan did very well in the signature, she she got last in the technical one, right? I was actually a little surprised that they chose her for last in this one. I agree, because I, I thought that the other people had seemed to have more problems, like... Mm-hmm. Um, the other people in the the the, the next two people, um, so the other two people in the bottom half, were Kate and Louie. Um, they seem to dislike Kate's and Louie's a lot more than Chetna's. Yeah, they sort of spent more time verbalizing their uh, problems with it, mm-hmm. and then they put Chetna's last, which I thought was a little surprising. But yeah, I agree. I'm not super hung up about it, just because Chetna did so well in the first one, and right. hers was definitely in the bottom half, and I think um, when it came to this that was i feel like across one of the themes in this episode was whether people fall on the top half or the bottom half yeah and i think that that's going to sort of run consistent as it continues to be less and less people and then so should i just go down the list yeah so bottom up mm-hmm. chetna last uh then louis kate martha nancy and richard so richard and martha coming back out on on top yeah um nancy uh, making a, a good performance after um, the bottom half in the first challenge. Mm-hmm. And Kate and Louie, uh, uh, a little more down there. Yeah. At one point, Nancy was talking to one of the hosts and was pouring on sugar and was like, oh, wouldn't it be awful if this were salt? And the host is like, no! no. <laughs> and then they taste it and it's like, no, no, it's good. <laughs> God, it was so funny. The hosts were really funny this episode. Yeah, they did a good job. Uh, shall we move on to the... Uh, the final, the showstopper? Yeah. That was eclairs. 24 eclairs. Two different flavors. Only one will leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually just before getting to this challenge, the um, hosts and the judges sort of uh, had, a, had a quick get-together talking about sort of where everyone was mm-hmm. going into this day of challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially... It's the conclusion that I think both of us had reached at that point where the people who were in the bottom half consistently for the last two challenge or the last two parts of this challenge were um, in hot water Mm -hmm. and the two that were in the upper half were doing fine. Yep. And so that was... um, Louie and Kate were the two bottom half ones mm -hmm. and then... Richard and Martha were in good standing. And then Chetna and Nancy could go either way. Um, mm-hmm. Paul seemed to ding Chetna more just because she got last in the technical. Yeah. Even though we think that that's a... Mm, not dumb. The, yeah. And so, yeah, uh, he seemed to suggest that, that uh, you know, she better watch her back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> moving into these eclairs. So, should we start with just the... Um... Who had what? Yeah. So, Richard had... Uh, oh, he had the the flower ones. Yeah, he had a rose and a lavender eclair. Well, no, he, it was rose and raspberry and then lavender and blueberry, I think? Yeah. 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 So They're it was, very pretty. It was a berry and a flower for each eclair. 
and um and he presented them on stairs yeah he he had <laughs> he had little stairs that he had made and they were his eclair stairs uh-huh um he's they're like why do you have stairs richard and he's like oh, i just got bored one day he decided to make stairs yeah but he actually they were actually for his, his dad's chickens apparently um, and he was using them before they go to the chickens for his eclairs, which is really funny. Um, they looked very dorky. It was yeah. very cute. One of the hosts was like, do you think chickens need stairs? And Richard was like, I do. I treat them well. <laughs> <laughs> the little chicken leggies. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine a chicken just, like, walking up escalators. <laughs> Stepomatic. They wouldn't like that. <laughs> There's a reason they don't have escalators. <laughs> what? It's just funny. <laughs> um, cool. So Richard had those flower and berry ones. Um, um, yeah, and floral flavors are very, very tricky to deal with because um, if you just put like very a small amount more than you need, they taste like soap, kind of. Or at least that's how I feel about them. I think uh, Richard also mentioned that. Yeah. So when he was being judged, they were very careful about that, but they said that he hit them both perfectly, yep. which is great because, like I said, it's very difficult to hit them perfectly. Okay. Uh, Nancy? Yeah, Nancy. Uh, oh, she had the salmon one. She was the only one who had, who had a savory eclair. Yep. And it was uh, salmon with horseradish, and then the other one she had was a raspberry something? Yeah, something like that. And they they said she did like decently well. They needed one a little bit more seasoning for the salmon, and uh, her raspberry was like a little too sweet, I think. Mm-hmm. But other so, than that, she did fine. Like you know, all right. Louis went with an American themed thing. There were yeah. stars and stripes. So one oh, was. Oh yeah. So with, they had um, like I believe a white cream with uh, other icing that was blue and red, mm-hmm. and so it was red, white, and blue stripes. Right. Um, one of them was peanut butter and jelly, which is segment two of Paul Hollywood doesn't know what peanut butter is. Paul Hollywood doesn't know what peanut butter is. It's a, no. Okay, no more jingles. This is I like, like literally the eighth time you try to make a jingle on the spot and always turned out very badly. Okay, Paul okay. Hollywood. Anyway, so he did Hollywood. I don't remember what he said originally about peanut butter and jelly, but I do remember him saying in the judging. He said exotic. This is like the classic. This is the classic flavor for peanut butter and jelly. Like that's just, <sighs> it's very weird. And I know that British people and like non-Americans in general don't have as much peanut butter exposure as we do, but this is so ridiculous. As like a an official baking judge, that you don't know that peanut butter goes well with jelly. Uh, what was it? What was Louis's other flavor though? That's a good question. Paul was too focused on the peanut butter and jelly being yeah. just like a surprisingly good combination that I don't think they spent much time on the other one. Uh-huh. Um, Chetna. Chetna. Had um, a chocolate... Mango. One. With caramel on it. And a lemon meringue one. Mm-hmm. The lemon meringue being of note because um, Kate also had a lemon meringue one. Kate also had a chocolate one too, oh. but it was not... Uh, it was like chocolate strawberries. No, I thought Nancy had the. No, Nancy had oh, raspberries. Right. Wasn't it chocolate? Um, the, it was the the dough that was chocolate though. Kate's dough, yeah, not oh. Nancy's. Nancy's was just regular shoe. But anyway, Chetna, she did very well, um, and so she pulled herself into a safe position after being last in the technical, mm-hmm. which is good. Surprise, surprise! Her flavors were good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, who's let's, let's do Kate? 
Um, Nancy? Oh, we talked about Nancy. Nancy. Uh, yeah, Kate. Kate, um, did not do great. She also had lemon meringue, but she flavored her dough with basil, or basil, basil. as they call it. Um, her other one was the... The chocolate strawberry, I think. Yeah. And it was just generally very messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the fla- they said the flavors were good, they just, it was a mess. The, um, filling was too runny, and... It fell apart when yeah. it took a bite. They're all different, like, shapes and stuff. Didn't work out for her. Martha. Martha. Um, mixed. Didn't do super hot. I yeah. would put her at last in this challenge, honestly. Um, I think that Kate did worse, because they did like her rhubarb. They dinged her pretty bad. But they liked her rhubarb. They didn't like Kate's, Kate's either of her flavors. So Martha was in an interesting position, because she wrote, like, an 8,000-word paper on on shoe pastry um or or a different pastry that uses shoe pastry either um and so she knew a lot about it but i think that she was just so frazzled that um she was having a lot of like just small technical issues that just sort of uh brought down the quality of her bake so she had a rhubarb and custard one and then she had a maple and bacon one the rhubarb and custard one they did like. Um, they said it tastes good and the filling was nice. Their biggest problem was the maple and bacon. Uh, two things. One was that she um, had problems with her filling for the maple bacon one, and so she had to redo it, and she didn't have enough time to whip it up that it was stiff enough, and so it was very, very runny. And then um, also that she had these baking crumbles on top, and not only did they look kind of messy and weird, but they... Um, texturally did not work very well and so they did not like her and I think that is one reason why she was not in the running for star baker whereas she probably would have been if she did well or even like semi well in this challenge yeah um and I think also one of the things that was uh nice to see about that is that when she realized that her uh filling wasn't going super well and she needed more like time to just get everything on the plate Mm -hmm. um she asked Richard for a hand, and both Richard and Chetna ran over and helped her because they were done with theirs and mm-hmm. had all their stuff on the stairs. It was very, very sweet. <laughs> okay. Only Richard had his stuff on the stairs. You know. You mean the metaphorical stairs? Yeah. All right. <laughs> the steps to success. Uh-huh. Um, Chicken stairs. Stop. <laughs> uh, no, but it was very sweet, and it's nice to see. Um, you see this every now and then that... Um, some of the contestants sort of, they, they're very nice to Martha because she is a lot younger. Um, she's still in high school, just precious. Um, and they sort of try to act like as a guardian to her almost, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so not just like, like a friend as they normally would with other contestants, but like, um, they give her a lot of encouraging words and they help her out a lot and it's really, really sweet. Lots of hugs. Very nice. Um, Martha also did cry a lot in this episode, which was very sad. Get a leggy up on the competition. Are you are you still talking about the, the stairs? Yeah. Did you not hear? <laughs> no, I, I was paying attention. <laughs> I was just holding on to it because I wanted to pay attention. There you go. Uh-huh. Talk about Martha crying. I know. Talk about Martha crying instead. It was very sad, and it was really sweet because everyone was really sweet about it. Do you want a, a, a overall results first or best pun first? 
I should do the worst pun first. Best pun. Okay, the worst pun. Best pun. I thought it was that one shoe one. What was it? There were two shoe ones. Okay. Um, okay, oh, so... shoe stopper is the one I thought about. So they, uh, in the first challenge, they were talking about, uh, they're in a rough puff kind of mood. I, I found that funny. Um, uh, this one is more of a, uh, a phrase, a saying, uh, but someone was like, Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, one of the funny things that was happening in the first challenge when the judges were going around. Oh yeah. One of the hosts just like pocketed one of everybody's parcels, <laughs> <laughs> and so Richard was the first one to get judged, and um, so the host was like, "Do you mind if I take one?" And Richard is like, "Fill your boots," um, and the host is like, I'll, "I'll fill my pockets," and Richard's like, oh, "Yeah, okay, fill your pockets." <laughs> And you could see with each subsequent one, her pockets were more and more stuffed. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was very, very cute. Um, Claire stares. I just found that fun. It's not a pun. I, you know, it's pun adjacent. It's a um, rhyme. It's different. Um, yeah, so then with the shoe pastry, spelled C-H-O-U-X, um, mm-hmm. there was uh, the, the shoe stopper, and that was... Telling the judges also to move yourselves away, shoe, which I found very funny. And I'm actually going to say that the move yourselves away, shoe, was my personal, what I found, I, the I best pun. I think that the worst pun was shoe stopper. Well, you know, then we can have the worst pun and the best pun. Best. No, it doesn't work that way. There are no good puns, Diego. No, you. Get out of here, shoe. Oh my god. So that was the best pun. I mean, if you're going to be the pun czar, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) So, results. Okay, so, um, Star Baker was Richard for the third time. Which I want to say, going into the third challenge, I totally called. I did not say this out loud. I wrote it down, though. Oh, okay. I also wrote down... That's very convincing, Diego. I also wrote down that Kate was going to get out, and let me say, I was right about that one, too. So you've been right four times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Put that on one hand. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, Kate got out. Richard got Star Baker again. Um, Richard, we were talking a little bit earlier about the um, upper half, lower half mm-hmm. sort of uh, divide, and I think you could. That was a pretty easy signifier as to who was going where. Um, and I think also looking with that is the going into the third challenge, not just who got upper half and lower half but also sort of the momentum with that because even though Chetna got last in the technical um, I didn't there wasn't the same sort of downward momentum like she still seemed to have high spirits just because the technical is I don't know different and Mm -hmm. their result was a little bit not the best versus um, Kate who seemed to continue to sort of be down on herself going into the third challenge mm-hmm. and like trying to put up a, a a good face but in the end sort of not uh didn't quite shine through enough yeah um, um i think that another thing we need to think about going in is martha and nerves because i think um a lot of her character throughout the season so far has been battling her nerves because when she's very confident she can do things very well but when she's not she gets very frazzled and it makes her very sad and she doesn't do as well um, and so, going in the next few episodes of the remaining or the remainder of the season, how is she going to overcome this, or will she overcome it? Yeah, almost like she's a student, 
and students have really weird expectations when it comes to success and failure. Maybe. Weird. Also because she's a 17-year-old. It's a lot to deal with being on TV as a 17-year-old and seeing, you know, everyone seeing all your mistakes and failures. Um, it's a lot of pressure to have. So I think that's a part of it too. Not to say that someone who's that young can't do well, but I think that just because you're younger and you have a less, you know, developed self, it's a lot harder. Yeah. I also think it's cute how we know she knows the show well because of stuff like knowing the end music. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> Things for next next time. Yeah, okay. Um, so oh, we should Oh, you should do your ranking. Yeah. Um Richard seems back in his groove. Um, he seemed down on himself last episode because yeah. of the episode before that. And so the last two episodes, he wasn't doing super hot, but he seems back in his groove. Mm -hmm. And especially after Louis didn't do super great this time. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm also going to try and get this into a top half, bottom half kind of deal. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, Richard on top. I think instead of just like pure rankings, just because everyone is really close, I'm going to go for sort of like the momentum going into the next challenge just because... Sure. I feel like that is also a large driver of it. Um, mm -hmm. And so for that, I'm putting Martha a bit lower, um, because even though she did really well in two of the challenges this time, uh, her nerves, I think, especially because it was the showstopper, is the last one, mm -hmm. um, she's going to come in more frazzled. Okay, I think Nancy is up because she did good, especially on the last two ones, and mm -hmm. so that's some upward momentum there. After that, I'm going to say... Louis, because even though he didn't do um, great in the first two, um, he really picked it up in the last one, mm -hmm. and he seemed in good spirits. And after that, I'm going to put Chetna, and that's a really close one there, because um, I think Chetna just seemed a little, I don't know, more tired this week, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Because um, I don't know if down is the right word, but she seemed more... Um, Worn out? Yeah. Um, and so even though she did well throughout, barring the weird technical mm -hmm. uh, um, so that leaves Martha yeah and so then yeah Martha at the bottom there just because her momentum sort of really really sort of dove off but I think it's going to be interesting next week seeing whether that comes in with her being frazzled um, nervous mm -hmm. or whether she comes in with new conviction being like okay now I have to prove myself even more but she does need to rise to the occasion there you go yeah Thanks for listening to Pastry Pals. The music you're hearing is Sakura by Julie Maxwell. You can find this and more of her work at juliemaxwell.com or by following the links in the description. This episode was edited by Lucy, and you can keep up with Pastry Pals on Twitter at Pastry Podcast. <laughs>